Welcome to Stratfor's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Fred Burton. I'm speaking with Stratfor's global analyst, Sim Tack. Sim, how are you doing? Doing all right, Fred. Thanks. How's COVID in Belgium today? We're, we're chugging along. Um, the uh, lockdown has been extended, but things are kind of normalizing now. Everyone's getting used to this. Let's switch gears and talk about Russia. They're changing their constitution, and this will allow Putin to stand in for re-election. What exactly do the constitutional amendments entail? So the, the constitutional amendments are about a few different things. Um, Putin's additional terms have grabbed the headlines, but they're just one element of what was initially meant to be a wider restructuring of the uh, the balance between different branches of government in Russia. Um, so in fact, what they're trying to do is, is making the presidency, the office of the president as a whole, uh, become a little more constrained. Uh, the idea is that the next president following Putin wouldn't quite have as much power as Putin himself. But in, in addition to that, of course, they are talking about keeping Putin in power for longer. By that, they're actually preparing the design for a Russian future, both on the short term by keeping Putin in power for an additional two terms, potentially, and for a future after Putin is no longer in power, uh, when they kind of have a more a more stable system for the next president. And that's a good point, Sim. Why is Russia so concerned about their future after Putin's presidency? So Putin has actually taken up a very unique position in, in Russia's political system. When he came to power, he came to power in a, in a fairly disorganized Russia, one with a lot of political competition. And Putin is the one that, that essentially managed to bring all of those different parties together, kind of concentrated that power uh, again after the Yeltsin era. And that allowed Russia to flourish. We have seen Russia grow their economy, grow their their global role, especially in the last decade um, when we, we see things like the, the Ukraine crisis, Russia's development of, of new nuclear arms. Putin has really been a, a significant force in achieving all of that. Um, and the fear in Russia is, of course, that once you no longer have Putin, once you have someone else taking over, uh, there won't be a, a valid candidate to manage that internal power struggle. So that's that's why there there is actually quite a bit of support to keep Putin in the office for longer or to adjust the, the mechanics of power to better deal with a situation where they can't depend on him anymore. So will they actually be able to solve those problems with the new constitution? Well, they're trying, but I think it's it's actually unlikely that we'll see a permanent solution for Russia coming through this new constitution. When you look at Russia historically, they, they've always had a big issue in, in thriving without extremely centralized leadership. I, I refer to the Yeltsin era just, just before, and that was a great symbol. Without that strong leadership, Russia kind of started falling apart, almost literally with the uh, the civil war in Chechnya. Basically, you know, they'll, they'll try to put these different mechanics in place, have have some more balance between the the Duma, the, the parliament, um, and the presidency, as well as a few other bodies like the state and federation councils. But eventually, uh, you know, once once they have Putin removed from the the presidential office. Mm-hmm. 
they'll still have to deal with a situation where different political factions will compete with each other over control of those political organizations. And what about keeping Putin in power for longer? Will that change anything? Well, it changes one significant thing in in terms of granting them another 12 years, um, two six-year presidential terms uh, of, of relative stability on this front. It essentially allows them to postpone the transition. They'll have to go through that transition at one point. They can't, uh, obviously, keep Putin in, in power eternally. But at least as they're facing a lot of demographic, economic challenges uh, over the next two decades, they might choose to keep Putin in the presidency to be able to deal with that at, at a higher level of political stability. Now, of course, the drawback of that is, you know, eventually by 2036, they won't be able to have Putin rule again under this new constitution. And at that point, things aren't exactly looking bright for Russia. The demographic and economic challenges that I was talking about, declining oil production, all of those things are, are going to continue to, to accumulate into that point at 2036. And when they have to actually replace Putin at that point, they might actually end up having to do so when Russia is in a much weaker and much more volatile situation than it is currently. On a personal note, do you think Putin wants to rule until 2036? So that's a difficult one to to assess. Um, what Putin as a person really wants himself, um, I can't say. He's always said uh, that he doesn't really desire to be in power for longer. Um, personally, I still see Putin more in the role of the the dutiful civil servant, you know, kind of based on his his KGB background, his you know, Soviet apparatchik role that he has grown into. And I think that's what he'll continue to do, uh, serve his country. He's he's kind of the real patriot, if you will. Of course, Putin is benefiting greatly from that position on a personal level. Um, that's been widely documented. Uh, but I think if Putin were to continue to rule for, for one or even two more terms, that would probably be motivated more by the necessity for political stability in Russia than by Putin's personal desire for power. That's fascinating, Sam. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Fred. Stratfor is a leading voice on the geopolitics of the coronavirus. You can read more about those topics by subscribing to stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Fred Burton, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.